already opened my drink, so we're not going to get that nice. This is not what editing a podcast is for. What? Adding that in? Yeah. <laughs> no, you deleted it. You? Yeah, I did delete it. You can it. go back. Just command Z, command Z, command Z. Okay, all those command Zs. All right. I got you. I mean, you got to do it now. Right now? If you want it. Nah, it's good. <laughs> Okay. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. This is a Van Life series episode. Van Life Stories. Oh, Van Life Stories episode in the Van Life series. Van Life Stories. Yes. That's, that's what we've been calling it. I know this podcast can get confusing with us with all the titles, um, so I'm <laughs> assuming it's confusing with you as well. But. Basically, the Van Life Stories, though, is always just you and me, so if you ever just hear one start... And it's just Caleb and I. It's a van life story. It means we're probably going to talk about our life living in the van, Santiago. If you hear, um, let's say, what is it? All right. <laughs> All, All right. right. If you hear a podcast star like that, it means it's a midday rambling with our friend Cusick. And yeah. we're going to ramble about stuff that is not van life related <laughs> at all. No. And then if you hear us talking just with anyone else, it's probably one of our Campfire Chats episodes, which is just where we have friends on and we just talk about life. I mean, we do talk about van life and some of these people are on the road and some are not. And you know what? You should listen to all three different series. How about that? (laughs) We have a fourth. We do? Yeah. Oh, we do. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. And this, it's Untitled Read, so it's you and me again. It's just Caleb and I, but we talk about books that we've been reading and our favorite books. Books. Yeah. And we do, we are going to have a new one of those coming out soon. Yes, as soon as we can catch up on life. (laughs) Isn't that what this is for? That is what this is for. Yeah. That's why this is a van life story, to help Mm -hmm. us catch up on life. On our stories that happen in van life. Yes. 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 So what stories are happening with you, Amy, right now? Well. Since, uh... We left Fresno. Oh my goodness. Wow. Well, we've been through a few states since we left Fresno. Um, How many different states have we been through? <laughs> Let's see. We left Fresno and we drove through Wyoming, Fresno, California. We drove through California up into Nevada. Uh-huh. And then from Nevada up to Idaho, right? Correct. Yeah. And then from Idaho, we went to through Montana we went in one morning, actually, we woke up in Idaho, drove through Montana and into Wyoming. Yeah. So that is a very accurate statement. Three Don't... states before noon. Yeah. But not really. <laughs> it's not as impressive as it Mon- We were in Montana for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I know. I know. But yeah, now, right now. All right. We're caught up. That's it. That's, that's all that it. happened. We just <laughs> that's drove. That's all that happens. There we, we did it, Ames. That's, that's the story. Cheers. Cheers. Good job. Um, okay. Yeah, right now we are in Jackson, Wyoming, which, I mean, like, it's got to do with the beer you're drinking. You're drinking a Jackson beer, aren't you? I am drinking a Jackson beer, Snake River Pale Ale. Does anyone know where Snake River is? (laughs) I mean, it runs through, I think, I'll get Aaron to fact check on this, but I think it runs through a few states, but it definitely runs through Wyoming. We know that. It does. And this is from Snake River Brewing, which Mm -hmm. is Wyoming's oldest brewery in Jackson. What's your review on it? Should we start a series where you like review beers? I think so. Or, like maybe or just review. A segment. Yeah, because like yeah. every time we go, even when we were in Boise, so we were just in mm-hmm. Idaho, we didn't record a single podcast in Idaho. Well, not 
here. Not our podcast. Not our podcast. Yes, we did. We are going to be, uh, we did an interview for another podcast that will come out soon. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. Um, but we didn't record a van life story yeah. while we were in Idaho, which was crazy because we were supposed to be in Idaho. We were in Idaho like a good. We'll get to that. But tell me, give me a review on the beer. Ah, back to the beer. I like how you think. Mm-hmm. I like this pale ale. It's a good pale ale. I feel like you really like it. I think you're kind of downplaying it. This is my review and I gave it. Okay. The end. Period. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, good pale ale. No, it's a good pale ale. I do really like it. Um, it hits a lot of categories for me on terms of what I like in beer. Um, I do like hops, but yeah. not... You know, it can be a little overly hoppy, but um, if it's overly hoppy, it still has to retain kind of like a light, crisp body for me. And have a very easy drinkability. And honestly, and this sounds super... All of me, a low ABV, preferably. Ooh. Yep, boo me away. I don't give a shit. It's because we we live at 6,000 feet plus. Oh, right now we're at reg. like, we're over 8,000 right now. You think we're, are we over 8,000? Yeah, I looked. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Okay. Yeah, we're over 8,000 right now. Yeah. That's crazy. We're, yeah. we're sitting kind of like outside of Jackson looking over at the Tetons mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. what we can see of them with the haze. Yeah. Um. And we're up a road that was pretty crazy to get to, pretty crazy to get here, but Santiago is a beast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's kind of backtrack to, like, how we got here. Okay. So the last episode, we were in Fresno, and we were, of course, having issues with Santiago. He was actually, we had just gotten him back, I guess, from the shop um, when we recorded that last yeah, so episode. Yeah, I so bet, I bet if I go back and listen to our last episode, I bet we were pretty happy. Well, yeah, because we were <laughs> we were celebrating our one year anniversary. We had just gotten Santiago back, and we were about to continue our long work road trip of California, Idaho, Washington, Colorado. Yes, and we were about to drive back through our favorite state to drive through Nevada, just going from <laughs> south to north this time instead of west, east to west. So basically, what we did is we left Fresno. We drove up through a little bit of California and then a lot of Nevada into Idaho. And we went into Idaho thinking, like, we've heard a lot of really good things about Idaho. Like, we'd heard it's, like, a hidden gem. Like, there's so much up there, and a lot of people just don't know about it. So we were going to give ourselves some time up there, um, but that didn't end up happening. (laughs) Per our choice. I mean, I believe we laid out our roadmap in one of the recent episodes Mm -hmm. of how uh, probably when we were leaving Colorado finally. Yeah. Yeah. like three weeks into June of what we were about to do for the next month and a half. And part of that was going to Idaho after California and then either staying in Idaho or heading west over to Washington and then back to Colorado. Yeah. And as I say that, we're sitting in Jackson, Wyoming. We went east. (laughs) We went completely the opposite direction of Washington, which is still where we have to be in two weeks. By the end of the month, yeah. uh, Two weeks from today. But yeah, we're going east now. (laughs) Why not? <laughs> well, why did we do that? I mean, that's just that just that sounds like van life in a nutshell. We were gonna we planned to go west for like a year, and then at the last second, we're like, actually, let's go the opposite direction. Let's go east. Change everything. Yeah. Change of plans. I mean, there's a few reasons why we decided to do that. Um, number one, it is hot as hell. Like in Idaho, in Washington, in Oregon, it is. Like, this heat wave that everyone keeps talking about, A, it's real, and B, it's not just a wave. I think it's just summer. 
it's just summer as we know it now. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's like the little meme you sent me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It was with the Simpsons <laughs> and Bart's uh, talking. Actually, I don't know the Simpsons very well. You know, I know the names Bart and Homer, but I don't know who those people are, really. Bart's the kid. Okay, so yeah. Homer's talking to Bart. Uh-huh. I know that. Yeah. Got it now. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, yes. So Homer's talking to Bart. Yes. And mm-hmm. what does he say? You sent the meme, so you say Yeah. So Bart looks at Homer, and he talks about how this is the hottest summer he's ever had. And Homer looks at Bart, and he says, this is going to be the coolest summer you've ever It'll had. Be the coolest summer, no, you'll ever have. Yeah. From here on out. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, it's hot. It's only going to keep getting hotter. This is not going anywhere. Climate change. Might drop. Whoa. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, but yeah, it was going to be very, very hot to go over to Washington. It was, and we learned that because it was very, very hot in every single state leading up to that point. <laughs> well, yes, yes. So okay. we talked about our hot drive through Nevada to Fresno, and then uh, the drive from Fresno up the Ida- to Idaho was no better. Yeah. Uh, even though we had Santiago back. Santiago was basically a sauna on those days. The captain's, it's, yeah, he is a sauna. He's bad. I, we sweat a lot. Mm. I sweat a lot. I don't want to speak for you, but I am I over sweat here a lot. glistening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you look very oily. Wow, this is getting very descriptive. But that's what happens, and there's nothing we can do about it other than not drive when the sun is beating directly down on the windshield. And so far, uh, over a year in, we can't really manage to schedule our our trips around that. It's just too. It's it's not fun driving at night. Yeah, like we're not great at that. And so we knew that it was going to be a hot journey over, and it was going to be hot while we were there. And honestly, it's ex. We were already very tired. Like, we've been yeah, the driving first... a lot and shooting a lot, and we were already very tired. And driving Santiago is just tiring because, like we said, I've said heat, you're su- sweating a lot, and it's just hot, and, like, that makes you really, really, it drains you, We you hadn't know? been able, I mean, we had just, honestly, so this is kind of weird, and uh, I felt, I want, I want to see if you felt the same thing. Okay. Um, when we got Santiago back from our whole California week, I felt like rusty. I felt like in I, driving I had, him no, or in no, van no, life, just in van life in general. Like I kind of had to get back in the groove of like, okay, but yeah, this okay now like dinner's cooked. I have to wash dishes <laughs> with a hand pump sink now, or like just all this, all the things. I kind of have felt rusty all month because, I mean. In July now, we have stayed in so many, or I guess it's kind of end of June up to this point, like halfway through July. Mm-hmm. We've stayed in so many other spots besides the van. Like we've stayed in two hotels. We've stayed in three, three. different Airbnbs. Um, and then I stayed in Denver, Denver, like in a house for a while. So... So, yes. So, I feel like in the last, like, three weeks or so, I have not been staying in the van as much. So, I just... And then even when we've been staying in the van, we've only stayed in the same spot for two nights. We've been moving a lot. Yeah, Yeah. for two nights, like, back-to-back nights. Only, like, three times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've never been able to stay somewhere three nights in a row. We've only been able to stay somewhere two nights in a row, and that's only happened, like, three times over the last three weeks. Yeah. plus. So, I just kind of feel rusty, or I was feeling rusty about it in general. Like... Honestly, I feel like the main thing was, like, going to the bathroom, actually. Going to the bathroom. I had gotten so used to going to just a toilet, indoor plumbing, and I was like, oh, yeah, I have to, like, go outside now. 
Or like I have to go in our toilet, which yeah. is just different than a normal toilet. That's what toilet. happens. Modern day conveniences spoil you. And then you I mean, they just learn. they come back so quickly because it's what we did for 30 years. So do you think it makes sense that human beings invented indoor plumbing? Or would you rather have everyone just poop in the woods every morning? Would that have made mm. it simpler or like... I don't know. I can't decide if like everyone poop like if there's enough land like would that be okay for the land you know for that much human feces to be on it all the time i mean that's my animals that's my first feces out there i know i don't but i don't know enough about the science behind all that to like that's my first thought really but where's it we need our resident scientist who is that it's not aaron he's just facts no yeah maybe elon he's like i bet elon could tell us um, he, he might could, but he's, I think he's just kind of like a billionaire. Yeah. I but, think he's just kind of And rich. he knows stuff about space, so like, that's yeah, science, he right? He just has money to build stuff <laughs> to get to space. Does he know about space? See, now you're Bill attributing Nye. Okay, Bill Nye. wealth with knowledge. Yeah. Shit, that's and a that dangerous yeah, road that's a dangerous to go down. There. Okay, where were we? Let me backtrack. You asked if I was feeling rusty on van life. Yes, because I was feeling rusty. Yeah. Okay. Do you but s- but not before that. Like, I mean, I know we had some tense moments driving, but I mean, we had the three weeks at Twin Lakes before that, which were great. I was and the very, Airbnb in Leadville. And Airbnb yeah. in Leadville, and we had just like cleaned out and organized Santiago. <laughs> it was very ready to go for year two of van life. I'm glad the cleaning. Um, took and us just so like far. that, just like losing him for a week. It was like a solid week. Yeah, we did not it was. Have him. And then just like having to get him, and then immediately like. We gotta be in Idaho. I mean, it puts us behind schedule, it but did. not as bad as it could have. Yeah. Thank God. But uh, we had to be in Idaho in like three days, mm-hmm. which isn't the longest trip. It was only like thirteen or fourteen hours, mm-hmm. um, and we actually made it up a day early and mm-hmm. got to stay one of our two night stays before you flew out, flew back to Denver. Well, it's such a weird thing because like a scenario like that where uh-huh. it's like, okay, we have to be in Idaho in three days, so we can make this trip three days. But, like, by the time we get there, it's going to be immediate go, go, go. Or we can, like, really push and make it in only two days so that we have a day to recover before it's go, go, go. Yes. Like, what do you prefer? What do I prefer? Yeah. I don't know yet. But I don't know. But even then, like, one of the spots we stayed on the way up was just, like, a pull-off on the side of the highway. It was a truck stop, essentially. It was a truck stop, essentially. And so, like, that didn't count. So I... (laughs) So it, it felt like, you know, we had, there was just no grounding available in the van or, like, stability. And we hadn't even, like, been in him when we were supposed to be in him mm-hmm. for all that time in Yosemite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I knew just, yeah, once we got him, like, things were just going to start turning right mm-hmm. away. And then I was going to be doing it without you again for a weekend in spots I'd never been before with no service. Wow. How was that? I it don't think I've heard this much emotion behind that <laughs> scenario. Um, I don't, we didn't talk, anytime I'd ask you about it, you're just like, yeah, it's okay. I mean, I've done it before. But not in in a new spot with no service, like you were just saying, like, does that add more, like, intensity to this situation, or? No, I I think, well, maybe the no service, because I think the intensity was, like, the van still kind of, like, I mean, I know we got him back and they fixed the immediate problem in the engine, but... You know, I'm still just kind of like being gentle with him, and mm-hmm. so I wasn't like, like I said, I'm rusty. I don't, I haven't, t- I haven't driven him in like a week, which is a lot, mm-hmm. considering how much 
I've driven him the past year. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, you know, I just didn't have the feel for him. I was going down like a dirt road that is says like four by four mm-hmm. uh, recommended <laughs> uh, to get to this spot in Idaho. And yeah, uh, with without you. So in you those situations, is it easier, is it more helpful to have me there? Or to have someone else there? No, not necessarily. Because, like, I think about it, and, like, I don't know. It's not like I know way more. Like, I would know what to do if yeah. something happened, you know? Like, it's not like I'm a valuable knowledge resource in uh. those situations. I'm more of just another person to, like, experience it with you or to yeah. give you a hug if you need it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just curious because I haven't, I have yet to experience being in the van by myself yet. So I don't know any of these feelings. It does. You just have a moment, like, when you first leave. Yeah. And you'll feel and this. Like, where an it's oh like, an oh shit moment. It's not really an oh shit. It's just like, okay, wow, what? Like, you got to really think because it does feel like we've split doing this life, like, making it work mm-hmm. very evenly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, like, a lot of couples and households will, like, split, you know, like, cooking and doing the dishes and stuff like that. But there's, like, so many moments like that in the van so many many things yeah so many moving parts that require they don't i don't necessarily require two people yeah to like get it done but like splitting the job up makes it like so much more doable for the long term yeah um from like i mean like even when we're doing provision days it's like you'll go recycle Mm -hmm. i'll I'll go get water and then go get groceries and like we're just like splitting everything and then like cooking and doing dishes and I mean, we talked about this before, I don't know about on the podcast, but just definitely between ourselves, like living in the van, like even where we maybe don't have a, like we don't have a lot of weddings we're shooting and we don't have a lot of work we're doing. It's still like, if you just spend a day just living, like trying to live in the van, AKA trying to run errands and get water and get food and find a spot uh-huh. and all these things, like just living the lifestyle is exhausting outside of everything outside else. Outside of like... A job. To, yeah, outside of, and then having to travel, like, cross and then, yes, drive country yeah. for a job. Add it's on tiring. that, van maintenance, and there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, there's just always a moment, and I remember when I got to Idaho, I was talking to people, and they were asking how I was feeling, I said that. I was like, it, it, I know I've done it before, but it's been a while since it you were gone. It has been a while, yeah. And I was like, I do feel like, you know, we split it so evenly. It's done mm-hmm. it's done very hand in hand. Maybe that's better. I don't like the term split it evenly. Because like we don't sit there and like say, yeah, you do this, I do like, that. They're like, okay, you take yeah. this chore and I'll take this yeah. chore. It's just like we, we do it hand in hand. And yeah, I like that. And yeah, sometimes that means uh, I'll do all the cooking and dishes one day. And sometimes mm-hmm. it means you'll do all that one day. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's just, it's different, but it feels like very mm-hmm. balanced. Yeah. Um, and I think we've really found a rhythm in that. So just... Like, adding all that, what was before, and, like, removing you for a few days out of mm-hmm. the air, and then add in the driving circumstances where I'm going somewhere in the mountains of rural Idaho, mm-hmm. which is wild out there. I bet. It's wild. You know, I was just wanted to make sure I could still do it. <laughs> and you did it. <laughs> and we did it. Congrats. You did it. Congratulations. Congratulations. Mm. And you did it. You went to Denver. Okay, so yeah, if people are wondering, like, why are we all separated? Like, what happened? Um, we decided to break up for a weekend. 
Let's take some space. We, you know, we took that taking space to a whole new level. We're like, you fly to Denver. Get out of here. I mean, that might happen one day. Who knows? Sure. No, if you want to go for it, go for it. <laughs> um, so that weekend, that was a week ago, that weekend was, um, we had a wedding in Idaho and then that we had to shoot. And then we also had a wedding in Denver, like on the same weekend that we had to shoot. We normally, we do not book like that, but... No, would never book like that. We don't book like that. We don't like to book that close, especially in different states. But the wedding in Denver was a reschedule from 2020. Um, so that's just kind of how it happened. We kind of got stuck. It got rescheduled. I mean, everyone got stuck in that scenario. Yeah. And it just was something we were going to have to make work, uh, not how we typically would. Yeah. So what we did was Caleb stayed in Idaho to shoot that wedding, and I flew into Denver to shoot the other wedding. Um, so that's why we were apart. That's why <laughs> and... we were apart. That's why you had to go fly out of the Boise Airport, an yeah. airport you've never been to. Mm-hmm. And then I dropped you off there, drove into the mountains, and then on Monday drove back out, picked, picked you up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we melted our balls off in Idaho. Wow. <laughs> Because Idaho is also very hot. Yeah, Idaho was was very, very hot. So at that point, we were thinking, we'll probably hang out in Idaho for a little bit and then slowly make our way to Washington. But as I kind of alluded to earlier from the heat, and then also we did start looking into um, like the logistics of Washington. Where are we going to stay? Like, Where are some good spots? Uh-huh. And nothing really... We had heard... From some friends that there aren't a ton of free spots in Washington. And then when we started researching and looking, we would kind of got the same vibe. Yep. And I think it was you, actually. You just threw out the, like, what if we just started making our way back down to Colorado? I actually think I laid this plan out to you before you flew to Denver. You did, if but... I remember, I was like, I don't, I don't want to, like, commit to anything mm-hmm. right now. Because even at the time, we were like, we only had planned until I had to pick you back up. From the airport. From the airport mm-hmm. uh, in Boise on Monday. Mm-hmm. Like, that was it. Like, nothing else planned. And then, other than, like, we had to be in Washington in two and a half weeks yeah. at that point. And so, like, I just threw out the idea. I was like, okay, I feel like this is a scenario, too. That we don't go to Washington, but that we somehow make our way back to Denver Mm -hmm. for me to fly out to Washington Mm -hmm. in two and a half weeks. Yes. And so we sat with that idea for the weekend. Yes. Individually. And then when we got back together, we still, I feel like, waited like 24 to 48 hours before officially deciding. You got back in Boise and we needed a solid like 24 plus hours to just lay in bed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We were, we did it. We did it. We did it. We were exhausted. I hadn't slept in over 24 hours because yeah. my flights were ridiculous hours. Yes. Um, and, yeah. So, yes, we did need some recovery time before making a decision. But we decided we decided to do that. We decided to just start making our way down to Colorado because we were, we were looking at this is a dangerous game. So we have, especially you, Caleb, have a lot of locations weather saved on your phone. Yes, we like, talked about that. A ton. I try to keep it to, like, just my favorite, like, spots we frequent. Like, I have Moab and I have Twin Lakes, you know, like, spots we frequent. So, okay, so you're giving me crap. So, like, why do you, we both have Moab on our weather app now? We know the weather, it's impossible to live in Moab until Right now, I know I'm not going to go, but I know September, October, April, May, I know all those months. Okay, well, why don't you just delete it now and then download it? 
Again, I mean, when okay. it's getting close. See, I just do that for a lot of cities. Well, and you do it for cities we're never going to go. We, you definitely have cities on there we're probably never going to go back to. Am I wrong? Mm, what city? What city are you Fresno. Fresno? Okay. If there's not a Hummus Republic, <laughs> a Hummus Republic in the rest of the U.S., we are going back to Fresno, okay? So anyways. Mic drop there. We... We did. We looked at um, just some weather in the mountain towns of Colorado, and we are like, oh my gosh, it's just so much cooler there. Yeah. It's so much more livable. It didn't help that we were like both just laying in bed with all the doors open, fans on, trying to get shade. Naked. It was like naked. It was like 97 degrees yeah. in Idaho, and I like pull up Twin Lakes. I'm like, it's uh, 79 and sunny in Twin yeah. Lakes, which is like 70 and sunny in Twin Lakes is... Yes. Yeah. Heaven. <laughs> so we were like, okay, what if we do that? And so then we started talking about and looking at routes on ways to get back. Of course, the the quickest one was like going through Utah and Salt Lake City and around Moab. We we're like, that's going to be so hot. But we have like two weeks. Like we can, we don't have to go the fastest route. Yep. So we were like, what if we went over to Wyoming, went through the Tetons and Yellow... Like honestly, I don't think we were thinking of Yellowstone. We mainly just were like, let's go around the Tetons. Yeah. But the route took us through next to Yellowstone. So we were like, why not? So that's where we are now. <laughs> we are slowly making our way, slowly, because we have the time to, mm-hmm. making our way back down to Colorado. And we are kind of hanging out in Jackson right now. Because, I mean, it's beautiful. Like this is... I think this is one of my favorite spots. And then also the weather is great. Weather is, yeah, it's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the scenes are beautiful. Very much, and I we talked about this like yesterday or the day mm-hmm. before, like very much reminds us, like gives me home Colorado feelings yes. too. Like yeah. Wyoming and uh, like I'm sure like Montana too, some of these states like have those Rocky Mountain vibes. Like mm-hmm. I love the PNW, but I don't like another month traveling through Washington. And I mean, Eastern Washington's not, uh, even Western Washington. It's very mm-hmm. different, but like that, I feel like we needed some hominess too. And yeah. maybe, and I kind of feel that, uh, like in hindsight, since we got to Wyoming and started like seeing these mountains and feeling this weather again and yeah. like getting to like ground in nature yeah. and not just like melt in heat, um, yeah. that I was like, oh, wow, I think I, I missed home. Like, I felt very mentally prepared for this working road trip. And I still think, I mean, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. We're still doing it. Yeah. But it's just doing it a little differently. But um, it feels good to have some feelings of home. And mm-hmm. I definitely, I think as we travel on the road more, when people ask where I'm from, because we get that a lot. Yeah. Uh, they're like, where are you from? And we always eventually come to living in a van. Now I've been answering it like, oh, well, I live full time in a van, but like Colorado is definitely home home base. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like for sure. <laughs> like I want and I think this this trip has really made it that way in my mind. It's like I it's been fun exploring, even though we've had some moments where it sucks. <laughs> direct <laughs> um, quote. Direct quote. And like seeing a lot of stuff. And I still want to travel more like. There's no place like home, like Colorado being like being able to live in Colorado, especially in the van that is that feels like the the highest potential right there. Yes. Yep. I mean, I I 100 percent agree. And I feel like I've I feel like I've voiced that and like alluded uh, to that. So I mean, because I cry every time we like yeah. on the plane, I cried when we landed in Denver and like I walked into the airport. I was like, oh, Did I you mean, cry like this time around. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Oh, well, on you the said plane. we. 
Oh. So. No. Me. I thought you were referencing a trip with me to Denver. Oh, no. Like, I mean, I cry even, like, in Denver. Of course I cry, like, you know, in the mountains. (laughs) But, like, yeah. Colorado is, it does feel, it does give me those home feels. And I do feel those feelings here in Jackson because... There are so many similarities here as there are to the mountains yeah. in Colorado. I mean, Jackson very much feels like a Colorado mountain home. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're obviously in the mountains, mm-hmm. like our spots in the mountains. And then, I mean, yesterday we were in Grand Teton National Park. The day before we were in Yellowstone, which does not feel like home, but was cool. Yellowstone doesn't <laughs> feel like home. Let's talk about, like, yeah, let's talk about Yellowstone. Yellowstone, the world's oldest national park. or The first one. Mm-hmm. The world's first national park. You had the been there one. before. I eh? had. I had been there as a youngin. And it's different when you go as an adult. It's different when you go... I mean, so a lot of the places that we have visited, I actually went to as a kid. So she says. No, I did. Yes. But it's uh-huh. different. It's just totally different going now. Like, I mean, when you go in your 30 as opposed to when you're 12, like, it's How different. How am I 30? Oh. <laughs> no. It's different. And so I feel like even though some of these places like Yellowstone I've been to before, I feel like I'm going with fresh eyes still. Yes. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, I feel that way. It feels like in my mind, you have never been to Yellowstone. <laughs> Because I, I think even just, like, knowing you, I mean, yeah. we just celebrated our 13-year anniversary together. Like, in yeah. 13 years, you've changed a lot. And yeah, I've happened. changed a lot. And so I think now, like, yeah, I mean, thirty, past 30 now, and when we go to spots that we haven't been in 15 years, mm-hmm. they're very different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it The experience is. is completely different. But this was my first time the Yellowstone. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, cool views, bro. Cool yeah okay we're gonna i think let's dive into this a little bit more but so you say cool views for yellowstone what do you think of we also went to grand teton national park what do you think of that one fun okay epic fun okay so we've been talking about this now that we've like been expanding our national park um visits and going to a bunch of different ones mm-hmm. there are mm-hmm. some national parks not I like all the, national parks are created equal. No. And I like the way that. you worded it yesterday. You said there are some national parks that are more like museums. Mm-hmm. And then there are some that are like you get to experience. Like you get to go play in them. And like a museum, you go in there, you see cool things, and you're like, whoa, that's really, really cool. But you don't really like interact with it. You uh-huh. don't really experience it. So Yellowstone to us... I feel like felt like a museum. Like there were definitely like the geysers and like the hot springs. It was definitely all like, whoa, that's really, really cool. How that just happens. Like what, how does the earth just do this? This is so cool. But that's it. You just kind of go, you look at it and you wonder and you read about it. And then you move on to the next thing. Uh (laughs) Whereas Tetons, the Grand Teton National Park, you go there, and of course it's like epic scenery, but then there's also options to like go swim in the lakes, paddleboard in the lakes, hike the trails, climb the mountains. Like you get to like interact with that nature. You get to like play in it. Yes, you get to interact with that nature. Like Yellowstone was all about like don't touch this, well, don't touch that. Well, it should be. 
I mean, fair. Yes, it's hot. if you had touched that stuff, you probably would have been burn. physically injured. Yeah, and, and uh, you know the animals that are around Yellowstone um, would probably also hurt you if you tried to touch them. Mm-hmm. But there's just yeah, you just have to walk on the boardwalks and then go look at a very pretty and interesting and unique mm-hmm. hot spring, hot I geyser, know, yeah, landscape yeah. anomaly. Uh, but yeah, you don't. That's about it. You don't feel like, or at least I don't feel like I. I don't know. I feel like very connected with the land when I get to interact and play on it. Yes. Like when I get to get on the water in my paddleboard, or like get in the water, or when I get to hike the trail and like walk on the mountains. Yeah. Like I feel a part of that ecosystem yeah, which is why yeah the tetons remind me way more it's way closer to like a yosemite type experience yes. than like yellowstone was yes um we i mean old faithful i think was if you go to yellowstone uh, you should go to yellowstone and see it i think it's like i mean it's crazy it's nowhere else i've seen in the world <laughs> like you don't see that anywhere else and that, and to like understand or start to understand like yeah. the science or the what is happening below mm-hmm. to create what you're seeing is very intriguing yes. and hard to comprehend. No, and it's... then to like see Old Faithful, that she lived up to the hype, yo. <laughs> she was, it was great. It's very. I'm not trying to say that it's like not something you should not go see. It's just different experiences, you know. Yes, very different experiences. Yeah. But like going into the Grand Tetons, it feels like you're in a just like you're on Jurassic Park. Yeah, a wilderness of just like endless potential and adventure and yeah. exploration or you can just chill by the lake and paddleboard on a perfectly still alpine lake mm-hmm. which it's kind of cool now that i think about that those two parks are so close to each other because you can get both experience like you can get the museum experience and you can get the the play in nature experience it's like a kfc taco bell Sure, yeah. You know, that's exactly what it is. I was thinking more Taco Bell. That's why they made the Tetons, what, Taco Bell what? Pizza, Pizza Hut? Hut. Yeah, that's what I was thinking Either more, way. but you know. Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, KFC, Taco Bell, that's what Why does is. everyone want to partner with Taco Bell? See, and that's the thing, that's the problem with Arches and Canyonlands, is like they're too similar, which is basically all Moab. You're just in red, weird Mars desert. <laughs> I don't think they're too similar. They're pretty different, but they are both experience type. Actually, I think they could be either. I think Arches and Canyonlands kind of fall into both categories. Yes, they're they're a good combo. I like they are. I like you like, but for but I think just the land in general uh, promotes like more adventure mm-hmm. than just looking. Like if like even like we've been to Canyonlands multiple times now and done, or we've only been to the Island in the Sky District. Yeah. But like every, like I still am dying to go to Canyonlands, but go into, down into the Canyon. Yeah. Down down into the other parts, which is just hard to access. Pretty much impossible to access for us in a van. No, we need a Jeep. Yeah. We need something with four wheel drive and we need to like plan that in advance. It needs to be planned, but you like, it's still, feels like there's a lot more of maybe the most part of canyon yeah. yet to experience and from the parts we like i've tried to experience the parts we have the most i can mm-hmm. but there's a lot more that's just not available like that accessible to the average tourist yeah um where yellowstone is like oh everything the hardest hike was like 0.8 miles to get to the overlook of <laughs> uh you know the main one grand of the main prismatic attractions springs, the great yeah. pri- the grand prismatic spring yeah. so well i think too like another difference between like Yellowstone and the Tetons is like, 
I think you could spend, I think you could spend weeks in the Tetons and like just be constantly exploring and doing different things. Oh, I could, I mean. In Yellowstone, I think maybe like after two days. Yes. You've like seen it all and you're like, okay, I'm ready to move on. You're right. Like, I think we've been talking about that. We, even like once we decided to go to Wyoming, we didn't have much of a plan. Mm -hmm. And now currently we're like, yeah, let's stay here for the greater part of like the week. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so nice here. Like, the Tetons are amazing. Jackson is very accessible and has everything we need, um, including like some vegan options, which I'm still excited to try. Yeah, we still need to go try them all. Should we? Saturday night. (sighs) At this road, though. This road, (laughs) I can't. Anyways, uh, so we were like, yeah, let's stay, since we're not in a rush, it's like, yeah. let's stay around. This feels like we're getting part of home right here, yeah. except it's, yeah, it's the Tetons are something else. It's cool. It's very cool. I've been enjoying Jackson and this area. So far. So far. Yeah. Still, like, Am I not only been here it? a day. No, I'm just saying, we've only been here, like, a day. Oh my gosh, we got here yesterday. You're right. <laughs> yes, we oh got my here God. yesterday. We've only been here 24 hours, which is now I feel like is that's all it takes. The fact that even when we parked, so we got to our spot where we're at now, mm-hmm. late last night in the dark after having gone into the Tetons, mm-hmm. um, and knowing just that we like at least decided to spend two nights back yeah. to back. That feels good yeah. to have like today, to just be like, oh wow, this is it's one of those. If we can pull a two nighter off now. It's a success. It's a success. Socks sauce. sauce. Yes. Drink to that. Drink your Corona light. Your expensive ass Corona light over there. <laughs> but the Tetons, I think, I mean, even when we were there last night, I think I've just been, ex- like, I want to do hikes. In there. I want to explore yeah. more. And, and yeah, Yellowstone, I do want to go back and see the waterfall at some mm-hmm. point. We didn't see the waterfall. We did not see the waterfall, probably because it would have been like three hours driving just to get to it's the waterfall. <laughs> it's a big park. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it wasn't on our, on our route, but we shall go back. Yeah. But I would, I could go to the Tetons every day for a year. Whoa. I could live in the Tetons. That's where, honestly... You're going to go get lost in there. Either, either Yosemite or the Grand Teton National Park is where I think I would want to be a ranger. Yeah, I've thought, of, I I've thought about ranger, that. I had to be a ranger, I think those two parks. Yeah. Or I might throw in Great Smoky Mountains. Really? I think it would be awesome to be a, yeah, a National Park ranger in the Smoky Mountains. That's just Well, cool. shit. I just I haven't heard you even like mention that you want to go back to the Smoky Mountains. That, that would be and the now only you're saying you I want to be a ranger. Yeah. No, I'm just saying if I were a ranger. It's not the only reason. You'd go back for Bonnaroo. You know how, like, uh, people have to, like, put in their top three choices in certain jobs. Like, oh, yeah. where they want to live and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if I were to, you know, become a park ranger and then gave me my top three mm-hmm. choices, I would say, I would probably say Yosemite or Grand Teton's equal. Mm-hmm. That's number one. And then Smoky Mountains. Interesting. See, I would love to go back to the Smoky Mountains because I have been... Honestly, I probably went as a kid. I don't know. I don't think you I probably, can say that. You but, probably at least drove through them. Yes. But as an adult, I, we did go together with some of our friends. Um, and we didn't get a sticker? What? What is that? But we were like, I don't know. We were in our early 20s. It doesn't, I mean, it was like, I don't know, probably like seven years, seven or eight years ago. Um, But I still feel like if we would go back now, it would be totally different. Like, I feel yeah, like I'd be seeing it with different eyes, even though it was, like, less than 10 years ago that I went. Like, we were together when we went. I mean, like, shit. There, it's been, like, a low-key bucket list to hike, hike the Appalachian Trail someday. Low-key. 
low key. Okay. Like every time I hear someone like doing it or wanting to do it, I'm always like, man, that sounds awesome. I would love <laughs> to like be able to do that someday. Somehow, like it's never felt even close to in the cards, but it just feels like if I could pull that off someday, yeah, for sure I would do it. Like if if the stars align to like make that happen, yeah, I would rather do that as of right now over like the PCT. Mm. Like, the Appalachian Trail sounds like I would rather, yeah. The PCT. Try that one. So, if you've done the AT, props to you. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Good job. You did it! Good job! <laughs> Congratulations! Maybe I'll get there one day. Give me some tips. <laughs> All right. Hit us up if you want to give Caleb some AT tips. AT tips. I'm also a noob. I'm a I noob think, backpacker. I, I think. mean, I'm going to go ahead and throw it out. I feel like the first tip would be, like, doing some, like, weekend stints on the trail you know nah i'm going full in okay you can do it you got <laughs> it thank you <laughs> i believe in you <laughs> come on jeff get him so also if you give him advice he might not take it oh no i'm not <laughs> taking your advice but or tips <laughs> but i'll learn from it somehow so right now in this moment feeling very grounded in jackson wyoming yeah feeling good and i we the next week is a, still a surprise, I feel like. And the next we have week ideas. after that, still a surprise. Yeah, we have some ideas, but that's kind of the going. Is just we don't know more than a few days out. Yeah. Except for random dates over the, like, ten random dates over the next half a year. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the beauty and. Not the beauty. And not the beauty. The ungroundedness. The, the beauty. The, babe, that was it. The beauty and the beast. You missed it. I what. You I didn't finish you. it either. You didn't even finish it I was waiting for you. No, finish your own dunk. Let's go. What? Is this a lob <laughs> off the backboard to myself? Yes. Who am I? Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, and the All-Star game? Every single one of them. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. And who knows what will be next time we record a podcast. <laughs> That's the name of the game. We should do a voting game where if someone can go ahead and just say where they think we'll be and if we happen to record a podcast right like we won't look at them until we after we record the next podcast so there's no influence on like where we there's go. no influence yeah. yeah so write it down now yeah. and then after we record the next podcast take a picture of what you wrote down with the date on it when you wrote it down which is when you listen to this one and if it's right that's a lot of steps good job <laughs> you did it you did it you did it again <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's it. That's it. All right. Peace out. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye.